Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. And good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Bennington Area Facebook Talk. And it's a cold night here in Bennington. The winds are howling. I've got the TV on so I can keep an eye on the weather, so what the, see what the forecast is. They're saying like a major blizzard over near the east coast near Boston. I don't know if any of you have seen some pictures there, but they're already buried in snow. So our best wishes to the folks out in the Boston area. Anyways, uh, the Bennington Area Facebook Talk is basically just general talk, chatter, scuttlebutt about things going on in the greater Bennington area, which include Palinal, Shaftesbury, Arlington, North Bennington, Woodford, Bennington, and even over into Hoosick Falls and Hoosick. And we talked just about any talk just about anything. Last night was a great show. I thought I learned a lot. And I want to say thank you to Vance Savage for joining us and uh, telling our listeners about uh, uh, the Discovery Channel coming to town here in the next few weeks about a, a murder that a murder that happened behind where the current pepper mills is. That was a great show, and we posted some pictures and more information on our Facebook page if you'd like to learn more. And, of course, last night, Kara Spindler joined us. She's a pleasure to have on the show. Uh, she writes for the Money Saver paper, and, and we want to thank her for joining us. Now, tonight, we're pleasured. Uh, we have another fellow, a uh, person from Florida. George decided to join us tonight. Thank you for joining us, George. Now, where are you in Florida? Over in Lakeland. You're in Lakeland, and I heard it's a little cool down there for Florida? Yeah, sadly. <laughs> well, it's it's nowhere near as bad as it is here, and we're, we're glad you're joining us here in Bennington, Vermont, on Bennington Area Facebook Talk. Just wanted to ask, who else do we have on the line tonight? Uh, Jim Carroll. Hi, Jim. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad you could join us here tonight, especially with the late notice. I know Suzanne will be happy that you're joining us. Hopefully, I don't see her yet on the talk, but uh, hopefully she'll be joining us. Uh, we're hopefully going to have Mike Bethel on. He just said he agreed to come on and just give some basic information on why folks in the area should attend the upcoming candidates forum happening, I believe, on the uh, 16th at the Bennington Firehouse. So hopefully... Uh, right. Um, Mike will be with us shortly. He doesn't uh, use the computer, he said, so he's just going to do the phone call. Okay. Jim, while we're waiting, I wanted to ask you, I I thought that fluoridation meeting was very heavy in, and I imagine it was supposed to be, it was very heavy in details and and a lot of things. uh, Well, I'll tell you, Brian, Brian, the the one thing that I, and I wish I had spoken up because, you know, I tend to be a loudmouth, and I didn't that night, and that is that... uh, uh, the panelists were all well-educated and, and good people with, and who were well-intentioned, but they threw a lot of, of uh, jargon, scientific jargon around that some people may have either forgotten or didn't remember, and that is parts per million, what that means, the scientific method, and MIGs, and that's micrograms, um, uh, with respect to how much, goes in, how much fluoride goes into... Uh, the, uh, the the system, and that was kind of disappointing because, you know, when you talk about parts per million and what it what uh, the fluoride dis, dis, uh, distribution would be into uh, the uh, Bennington water system, they're talking about 0.7. And when you talk about parts per million, if you say one, that means one drop per parts per million. And when we talk about what they're suggesting that uh, uh, the injection of fluoride into uh, Bennington's water supply, we're talking about 0.7, which means 7 tenths of 1% that would go into uh, the uh, uh, Bennington water system. So it's less than one part, less than one drop uh, per uh, 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 parts per million of uh, water drops in, in, in the water system. Now, I'm not advocating one way or the other. Personally, on a personal level, I 
I believe in the science. However, the one thing that does give me pause is when you hear stories about uh, potential life-threatening uh, allergies to fluoride. And, you know, that's got to make you stop and think that, you know, is this the right thing to do? Well, certainly. And then that woman's, you know, they said, no, they never heard of an allergy. And all of a sudden this woman comes up and said, she, she the doctor says she does have an allergy. Did you see that part? That was interesting. I did. I, I, was, was, I was at the meeting. I was, I was watching it on TV, and I just, wow, that, that was contradictory. But getting back to what you said, that was my point. I think there was a little heavy-handed on the scientific uh, jargon, and I think it, they should well, have had one person there to, to simplify things. Well, and, and like I said, I wish I had spoken up. But, you know, everybody was required to uh, uh, submit uh, questions uh, in written form before uh, the the meeting started and, you know, I should have just been the rebel that I am and, and, and spoken up, but I didn't. Um, uh, and, and my impression from that meeting, although I thought it was, it was overall, it was good. Um, it seemed to me on reflection that it was like a peer review in, in other words, you know, the, it was a bunch of scientists and doctors who were speaking to other scientists and doctors rather than the, the uh, general public. Yeah, sitting at home, you know, I had a question, and I had the opportunity, of course, to send in a question, but uh, did anybody ask or did anybody qualify? Did any of them people have a vested interest in any fluoride company or any, any kind of company? Do you know? No. And, you know, I look, Brian, I, I looked into that, and a friend of a very good friend of mine, kid I grew up with, uh, sent me an email with the same uh, question. And and uh, he and I went back and forth with emails. And, you know, uh, when I look at uh, all those people that were up there, all those doctors and the scientists, it's a question that, that, that makes me think that, you know, you, let me back up a little bit. All of these people, you know, these doctors and uh, these scientists who, uh, you've got to believe in that they have only the best intentions for us because to believe otherwise would, you'd have to think that somehow these hundreds of thousands of dollar, uh, doctors and scientists um, are conspiring to hurt us and you know they, 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 I, do you know what the Hippocratic Oath is? Well basic understanding of it yes. Yeah well there's a hip, the Hippocratic Oath that every single doctor takes and, uh, and, and, and basically what it says is that they promise to do no harm. Now if you take doctors hundreds of thousands of perhaps even millions of doctors uh, when they take this oath, you have to believe that when they say that they promise to do no harm, that they would not introduce an element. And this is, it, you know, the, the, the phrase has been thrown around that uh, uh, fluoride is a medication. And when, in fact, it is not a medication, it can be prescribed, but it's a mineral. And it's a naturally occurring mineral. Um that that already already is in our uh, uh, water, and it's it's added into uh, soft drinks and, and um, even beer. If if we're to believe what uh, uh, the scientists told us uh, the other night, nevertheless, the point that I want to make is that you know when people suggest that somehow there's a moneyed interest, or that these hundreds of thousands of doctors would introduce something that would uh, harm us. You know, I just can't believe that people, that those people or anyone would do something uh, and conspire in so broad a way uh, to harm uh, the people that they uh, practice medicine on or uh, that are their neighbors, that are their friends, that are their friends' kids. I just... I just, it's hard for me to believe that. So 
Well, I agree 100%. I'm just thinking, you know, in the interest of transparency, if, if anybody on the panel did have an interest, it should have been set forward by that person. And uh, no, there's no conspiracy. Th no, there's none of that here going on. I was just asking the question. Uh, how about George in Florida? you have any comments on the, this issue? Mm, not yet. Okay, so you're just listening along. We are waiting for Mike. He said he might have some problem getting in, but hopefully he can join us. You're listening to Bennington Area Facebook Talk. I want to just remind people, uh, coming up uh, tomorrow, there will not be a show. We have to take a day off once in a while. We've done uh, this will be the sixth show in a row. So Sundays we won't do a show. But uh, next week, all week long, 6 o'clock at night, you'll be listening to Bennington Area Facebook Talk. Just want to mention uh, a little plug here for... Uh, the best little hair house in town, Linda Lewis, Northside Salon. I told her I'd give her a plug, and there I did. Wonderful haircuts, great place, great place for conversation, just like we're having here. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I guess I shouldn't have drank that water while I was talking. Anyways, visit the Northside Salon, Linda Lewis, the best little hair house in Bennington. So Jim, hopefully we can get you on to talk about you. Now you're 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 up for re-election, correct? I am. Yeah. Now, how long have you been on the board? Three years. Three years. Hopefully we can get you one day next week and just talk exclusively to you and have our and, and promote it and have like people to. call have people I call would. in with specific questions targeted to you. I, I would be more than happy to do that. You no, know, um, during the uh, years even. Before I decided to run, I'd been asked several times by uh, then current board members, both uh, Pat Kinney and uh, John Zink, uh, to run. And I was very reluctant to run <coughs> because I thought that uh, if I were to if I were to run, you know, I would have to take positions that would be contrary to. Uh, friends and uh, my customers and uh, I think I was right it's been yeah. a, it's been a yeah. slog this well, we uh, actually, these last we actually three years. we mentioned we mentioned that the other night uh, if you listen to the past shows I believe if you want to listen show three we had I kind of mentioned that you went through a bit of a grind with with uh, uh, holding your ground on an issue anyway uh, so let's set that up on the side I can uh, send you a Facebook message you're welcome to Stay here and join us now. I'm thinking Mike just came in on the call. Mike, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you, Mike. You're on Bennington Area Facebook Talk. We have a few people so far in the call. We have George in Florida. We have Jim Carroll and a few people listening on their computer, and I'm sure Kara Spindler is with us. And uh, tonight uh, we're going to be talking to you basically not about people per se, but about the forum and how it all came about and uh, what we expect to happen. So initially I'm going to hand it to you if you can tell our listeners a little bit about the who, what, when, where, and why of the uh, forum coming up. Well, well, the Bennington Tonight Show is going to hold a select board forum on Monday night, the 16th, at uh, about 6 to 8 at the Firehouse on River Street. And there's going to be eight candidates there, we believe. A couple of them said they might not be able to make it due to scheduling, but I think they'll show up. Uh, we're going to have John Lacacus as the moderator. Uh, Jackie Prue is one of the panelists. And uh, Mary Lou Albert uh, will be another panelist. Uh, if she can show, she's come down with a bad cold, but she's going to try to show. If not, we'll just do it with the two. Um, it's basically talking about things that uh, the questions will be uh, – Things that everybody has talked about the last year or two, you know, where the town's going, what they're going to do, what the new members, if there's new members, want to bring to the board. Um, you know, it's not ambushing anybody. It's just straight dialogue, minute and a half to answer the questions, uh, minute and a half to opening statement. Um, if the candidates don't use the whole minute and a half for their answer to the question, they can use some of it to talk about what, you know, they'd like to do or comment on something that they've heard at the panel discussion. Okay, so every candidate was invited what, uh, by mail, by phone? You just got to hold everybody? Yep, by, by me, by personal you know, invitation. And I okay. just heard Jim Carroll. Jim Carroll was invited. I just heard Jim on there. Hi, Jim. How you doing? You still listening? Uh, what's up? What's up, Mike? How you doing, Jim? Uh, Good. How are you doing? Be there. Everybody's going to be there. The two that have uh, a little bit of a conflict is uh, there's a planning commission meeting that night. So Don Campbell and Mike McDonough might be able to make it. They might be a little late. I don't know. I, I try to talk to them to reschedule their 
planning commission, but I don't know how far they've got on that. But uh, that's up to them. But the other candidates uh, are all going to show. And uh, I was very, uh, very uh, pleased with the articles in the paper that the manor did on, you know, some of the views of the candidates. It's uh, We've got a wide spectrum there of uh, issues and uh, answers. And it's, it's going to be a – I hope it's going to be a good de- – you know, not, it's not a debate. It's a discussion. It's a forum. You know, nobody's going to be beating somebody up like in a real debate, you know. Okay, and this is all going to be live on Cat TV or recorded and then played later. It's going to be live, hopefully with Cat TV. Hopefully, everybody will be hear it and everybody will see it. Sometimes Cat TV has difficulties. The audience will be uh, will have audience participation if time allows. Uh, with eight candidates, it's a large, you know, candidate. Uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of candidates running, so to get the questions in, it might be a little tough to really allow much uh, audience participation, but. We'd like it if we could do it. Well, how do we get the questions to you, and then who picks the questions? Nobody. I don't do that. I let people stand up and ask their question right then and there. I don't I don't screen people's questions from the audience one way or another. Um, and I don't know all of the questions that the panel are going to ask. I've, uh, I've never passed on the full questions to all of the candidates whenever I've done governor debates or anybody else. Whenever they requested it, I said no. If you don't know how to think on your feet, then people should see that, you know. But there's no, there's no, there's no uh, side slapping questions on anybody. I, I just don't do that. People, I feel, if they're out there and they really, uh, the audience will judge whether they want to vote for somebody or not. There's nothing anybody can do in a panel discussion to slant them. All of them are going to have the same questions. All of them are going to have the same type to answer them, same time to answer them, and. Uh, I think it'll be good. I think people are going to shine or they're not going to shine. It's up to them, you know. Well, I think you're right, and I'm glad. Uh, so you took the initiative and created this forum. Yeah, I've done many of them before. I didn't do one the last time around or something because of uh, WBTN has done it. But I, quite honestly, I don't like the format, the WBTN, or the way they lay it out. I don't think that gives the audience much chance to really measure um, the candidates. And I like to do it at the firehouse and they can then mingle before or after with the audience, and they can put out their um, brochures or pamphlets or whatever they've got. And it's just uh, doing something like this at the Cat Studio, it's just, uh, it, it, I don't know. I think it loses something, but that's my opinion. Well, actually, I like it, too. It's like a New England town meeting. Everything's straightforward. Uh, but in fairness, uh, first of all, I think the banner also is doing a great job with the candidates, a little bit more thorough, I think, this time than, than other times. And uh, I believe WBTN, Jim, you could chime in on this, but didn't they offer all the candidates to, to go there to the studio and do a, a yes. debate or something? Yes, and I'm going to go, I think it's on Tuesday at around 2.30. To, uh, okay. uh, and it's, it's about a half an hour uh, okay. to, uh, to speak. Okay, so it certainly is getting great coverage between, uh, you know, the paper and Cat TV and, and WBTN, and hopefully the community comes together a bit more. We were talking the other night about how many registered voters there are and how many people actually vote, and hopefully with all this going on, uh, you, you would really hope there's going to be a big, big turnout. I hope there is. I hope, I hope the weather allows it. I hope uh, if people think the weather's going to be bad, please vote by absentee, whoever they want, because... Uh, it's not just the candidates for the select board. There's other issues. There's the budget. There's the fluoride thing. Um, there's just major hey, Mike, issues Mike, that are facing. Hey, Mike, Mike, when is when is the uh, uh, we've had the pro fluoride uh, meeting? When is the con? Uh, the nineteenth this Thursday. Nineteenth. When is it? Six 19th to eight. At what time? Six to eight at the firehouse. Six to eight at the firehouse. Okay. Look, I'm going to have a panel there of local people. There'll be a couple of uh, people that know a lot about fluoride that have fought it in different areas. And that Smith is going to, uh, from Vermonters for a Clean Environment, will host it for me. Uh, <laughs> Mary Lou Albert will be there. Jerry Albert, Linda Crawford, um, Alex Denentis, um, Deb Moore, and then there's a lady from Rutland that is fighting to get it out of Rutland. I cannot pronounce her last name. I believe her first name is Kathleen. But we're not going to uh we're not going to do like the pro uh the pro fluoride. Uh when anybody wants to ask a question, um they just, you know, through audience participation, there's no time limit per se as long as you don't get stupid on it. But 
anybody's uh, welcome to talk, you know, and stuff like that. There's no big presentation. I think everybody knows whether they're on the side of it or not by now. But, uh, um, again, it's just a discussion. And Annette Smith from Vermont is for a clean environment. Um, is very, very smart on what we should be putting in our environment and not. And uh, so I think she'll do a good job. Well, Mike, I wanted to ask you, just before you came on, uh, Jim was talking, we were talking a little bit about the uh, the other night and uh, how it, to me, it felt overly scientific. Uh, it just, you know, the engineers and the doctors, and uh, I just felt it could have been, maybe they should have had someone there to explain some of these things. It, to me, it was just a little bit too scientific for the average person. Well, my personal opinion is they did us a great favor by the way they ran it. I, uh, I'm not going to criticize them. They run their things the way they want, and I run the way I run my things the way I run. You live and die by the sword, but uh, I don't think they did themselves any favor the other night, but that's their problem, not mine. I'm not for fluoride. I'll be quite up in front of you. Not in the water system, not at all. Okay, okay. Well, one of my, my, my views, I don't have any views because I'm the moderator host of Bennington Area Facebook Talk. Every now and then I'll throw something out there, and later I'll regret it, but I try not to have any views, but I do vote, and I vote my heart, and uh, I'm learning a lot as we go here about people. We have interviewed one candidate so far. That was Joey Culkin, and I thought that was a great debate, uh, a back and forth. We had some people call in. Even I was quite surprised that Ed Woods, he's very passionate about what goes on in Bennington. You know, he's from Bennington. And uh, if you get a chance, listen to that conversation because, you know, went back and forth. But what the great thing was everybody respected each other's opinion. You know, it was great. There was no spear throwing. So we really enjoyed that. And we're hoping to do a few more as we go along. In interest of fairness, any candidate can join us, but because I'm not – uh, a business or a nonprofit or or FCC regulated. If the candidates don't want to come, it's not my fault, you know. So, no. I anyways, think if, uh, excuse me. I think if you can get this thing going into even a bigger platform, uh, you're going to do good, Mr. Dempsey. I really do. It's what will we do with Bennington Tonight Show? I'm going to bring it back um, with different guest hosts. I hope maybe you'd host it once in a while. Um, we're going to have it uh, start in springtime. I'm going to bring it on in a regular regular uh, schedule. Because I don't think we'll get fair coverage, in-depth coverage on these issues from the paper uh, and or the radio station. The radio station seems to put on only a select amount of uh, persons' views from the community. And I want to hear from everybody. And uh, that's what we've always done on the Bennington Tonight Show. If you can't have the discussion in Bennington, then you're going nowhere, you know. There you go. It's got to be out, out in the open. Hey, listen, I think we just had a couple people join us. If you're just coming into the call, if you want to say your first name. Sam. Hi, Sam. Good evening. Good evening. And I think, I think there's somebody else just came in also. And, Jim, are you still with us? Yeah, I had to re-sign. Okay, that's, that's, I see that. Okay. Anyways, you're listening to Bennington Area Facebook Talk. We're halfway through the show. Tonight we're speaking with Mike Bethel. He's going to be – He's. Uh, we have a candidate's forum coming up on uh, Monday, which is a holiday. So the town offices are closed, correct, Mike? I believe so, yep. Yeah, and that'll be at the Bennington Firehouse, 6 to 8. The public is invited. And you, can anybody uh, send questions via email or any other way? No, no, I'm not a computer guy. Just come there and uh, when the time for audience participation, if there's time this time, because we've got a large amount of candidates, uh, and just raise your hand and step up to the mic and do whatever you want to do, you know. Okay. And there'll be a replay of the show, I imagine, on Cat TV? Yeah, I hope they'll play it the normal five or six or seven times, yeah. Yeah, that's a great resource, too. They've really come into the 21st century over there. I think they do a great job here in the community. Yeah, I think it's it's always, I've been with them now for 17 years. We've been doing a show. I started it out with, uh, I wasn't going to do it. I don't even know how I got it. I think Bob Harrington and I, he was off the radio at the time. They were closing it down, and I like listening to him. And I called him up and said, well, what are you going to do now? And he said, nothing. I said, well, why don't you do something like that TV? I heard they do this. And he said, all right, why don't we? And I said, no, 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 I'll produce it. You do it. No, no. He says, two of us together are ain't going to do it. So we started out with him and we interviewed the governor, Dean. We interviewed a lot of different people. It was great. Bob got sick, you know. That's a great story. Do, you, do they still have the archives, I would hope? I hope so, yeah. I think they do. It makes me look good, though. I was younger and prettier then, you know. 
<laughs> well, that's great. And what was the show format when you when you started it? I, things change as things. This this show is changing as we go. But what was the format when you? Started? Well, I had the luxury of having the the experience of Bob. You know, Bob Harrington. He did the radio sure. for almost forty sure. years. So I, I just sure. uh, uh, did whatever Bob wanted. And I, the only thing I said is I wanted honest and more relaxed. I don't want anybody to be set up. And uh, he actually, uh, I said, what are we going to call it? And he says, well, I don't know. What do you want to call it? And I says, well, I don't know. He says, well, how about Bennington, Bennington uh, something? And I says, well, how about Bennington tonight? And he says, yeah, all right. What if we don't do it at night? And I said, ah, they'll never know. So uh, we, we choose just Bennington tonight. And I think I got that off the Johnny Tonight, the Johnny Carson show, the Tonight Show. So, But he was a great, great source for Bennington. And some of the old farts that we had in uh, Bennington, I miss them. I miss uh uh, John Dossel, I miss uh, uh, Bob, and, uh, you know, Fran Morrissey was a great guy. Dave Jarecki, I dealt with him on the school issue, and uh, Chester Hickok from Cat TV, and there's some great people that we... Uh, what about we, Reggie Perot? I didn't know Reggie. I didn't know Reggie. And, of course, Timmy, Timmy Cochran, we're all going to miss him, but I didn't know Reggie, but uh, great people. Oh, As a matter of fact, I just I have to chime in for a second. You can go to YouTube and see some of the archive shows of Bennington tonight, and it's kind of it's uh, funny, funnily uh, shocking to see uh, some of Bennington's town leaders and the hairstyles and the clothing that they chose uh, when they sat on those panels. You got to admit, though, Jim, I was prettier. I was as pretty back then as oh, I am Mike, now. You have ne- Mike, you have never been pretty. <laughs> oh no! Can you hang up on him? Can you hang up on? <laughs> him? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Listen, anyways, you're listening to Bennington Area Facebook Talk. We're we're talking to Mike Bethel tonight, and we have Jim Carroll on the line. Sam Raschino joined us. We have George in Florida. And Suzanne and Kara are also listening, and a few others just sitting on the computer. And that's fine. If you have a question and you're on your computer, you can type in the little chat message area, and we'll be happy to ask uh, the people here we're talking to. Uh, let's see. I have a couple things I have to announce. Uh, don't forget in Arlington, they have, like, to me, the best breakfast ever up there. I love it. The Batten Kill Grange holds a pancake breakfast. This is tomorrow morning from 7.30 to 9.30 at the Bailey Hall. And uh, the food is, I've been there, it is wonderful. It's six bucks for adults. Children under 12 are free. And that's the Grange Breakfast in Arlington. That's another thing that makes this show fun. People send in community announcements. And that's another thing we're all about, you know, especially the smaller ones that don't get the publicity. Like, you know, like the museum, they get great publicity and they deserve it. They do a wonderful job. But this show is like for the 4-H clubs and, and for the fundraiser, for the sick child or the family that had a fire. And that's another way we can use this platform to help get the word out for that. So it's a work in progress. Well, you're doing fine with it so far. This is the first time I've been on it and heard about it. You called me about an hour or so ago, and uh, I think the format's great. My mind is clicking how we can get this to Cat TV. So, okay. Well, let me ask you. Um, you said uh, again. You said these the old archives are on YouTube. Yeah. Jim said I believe they are, but I don't know. Jim would know more about that because he said that one meeting he looked up something with, uh, or he told me he looked up something that he didn't realize I was affiliated with Bob Harrington way back then. So. I didn't know they still did that, but Jim, do you? Know I think you, they go. I think they go back as far as twenty years. You wow. know how they? How could they? How could they punch into them? Do they know how to do that? If you go to YouTube and just, I think if you just type in in the search window, uh, Bennington, and it, uh, and it, I think if you're more specific and say Bennington tonight, you should be able to find those shows. Well, I'm going to do that act. I'm going to do that actually later on. I'll let you know who has the rights to those because my thought is to grab a few of those, pull the audio out, and post them where, where we also post the recorded shows and have it just a page for that so people can reminisce and hear what it used to be like. Well, let me just say this much about uh, those shows. The thing that uh, really just made me shake my head and... and uh, and frustration and uh, wonder is that, you know, that we're talking about the same things we were talking about 20 years ago, wow. the very same things. And uh, on reflection, you know, I, I just sat there and scratched my chin a little bit and thought that, uh, 
you know, the, the, the perennial issues that come before the people of Bennington are taxes, the school board, and making the town a better place. And I don't, you know, you know, if you if you take the long view and just step back from all of this, whether or not you're from Bennington or Pocatello, Idaho, they're the issues that we always are going to talk about, and that is making things better. And I think that that uh, when you you go and look at these shows, Bennington tonight, you're going to see the same issues. And uh, I, I think as time goes on, I don't think those issues are ever going to change. They're the the things that that people are always going to be concerned about, and that is taxes and schools and and uh, making things better and lowering taxes. And the other thing that and I was talking with my friend Suzanne from uh, Florida, who her father was the uh, Speaker of the House, Ralph Wright, and uh, during the Clinton administration, when things were, I mean, everything was running on not eight cylinders, but 12 cylinders. Things were great, but people were still not satisfied. They always wanted it to be better. And, I, you know, who can argue with that? We all want it to be better. You know, when it comes to Walmart or, you know, wherever you shop, everybody wants to pay less. We all want cheaper prices. We all want to spend less money. Um, but in, 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 finally, what I want to say is that, you know, those, those issues that, that Mike was talking about and, and during Bennington's night with Bob Harrington and Stu Hurd was often a, uh, a, uh, a member of uh, the panel. Um, some things never change. And uh, bottom line is that we all want things to be better. And, uh, all I know is I want a Hooters downtown, and whoever gets elected, <laughs> uh, they better yeah, bring Mike, a Hooters. I, I, and you, you want to be the manager, but I think there are laws against that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's any laws about being the Hooters of uh, downtown. You know. I'll go one oh, step. Boy. I'll go one step more, Jim. It's not not just Bennington tonight. You go to any of the 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 town minutes. Go back 20 years, and the same discussions at times that you that the board the select board is talking about now were brought up in discussion, and the same answers are are coming forth um, with different select board members. Mm-hmm. Well, I have well, to say, and I'll, I'll throw my two cents in too, even though I'm not supposed to, but I came here in 1995 from Springfield, Mass. I came here to open the very first Walmart in Vermont, and uh, I think the resounding question that I constantly hear and still hear today in 2015 is, what is Bennington? And that it's all, I've always heard, is it an arts town? Is it a historical town? Is it a, you know, and so on and so forth. So, well, Brian, and let, me, been, let, me, let me address it if I can. And, you know, I think one of the things that separates me from uh, some of the candidates uh, is that, you know, I put in the time to uh, sit on a, a variety of boards and even before, you know, um, I decided to run or, you, you know, I was shooting off my mouth. I think that's probably uh, more accurate. Um, and uh, there are so many competing, not, well, maybe, maybe competing isn't the right word, but uh, there are so many ideas about what Bennington's identity ought to be. And you'll get a different version from the BBC You'll get a different version from the uh, uh, the town of Old Bennington, and uh, you'll get a different uh, version from other people in town. And you know, trying to to bring all those people together is like Trent Lott. You know who Trent Lott was? He was the Speaker of the House of Representatives. He said it's like herd it's it's like herding cats. Everybody's got to come together and decide on what it is that the uh, town's identity and imprimatur is going to be. And, you know, trying to get that done is like herding cats. Let me finish, let me finish, Mike. You know, Saratoga, what, when, when, you, when I say that word, what comes to mind? Horse racing. Horse racing, you got it. Um, but when you think of Bennington, 
personally, on, on a personal level, I think of the battle monument. I think of the Revolutionary War history. But I know it's much more than that. There's also the Bennington Potters. There's uh, the, the Old First Church. There's uh, the Bennington Museum. And there, then there's downtown. And frankly, you know, how do you coalesce all those things into a phrase or, uh, 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 yeah, into a phrase that, that people will uh, quickly identify with and say, okay, well, that's, you know, Bennington is where we want to go to. Now, let, let me answer think, that. Let me finish. Let me, please, let me finish. You're not finishing. Finish, will you? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap the goddamn thing up. We only have half an hour. Shut up, Bethel. Okay, Bethel. guys. Shut okay, up. okay. I'm going to have to mute you. Go ahead, Jim. Finish up. <laughs> At the same time, even though, you know, if we were to think of uh, ourselves in a singular way uh, by identifying ourselves with a one word like uh, people with uh, Saratoga, are we then self-limiting ourselves if we decide on just one personal, one attribute about the town when we have so much to offer? So that's the conundrum on this. Do we just decide that we're just one thing? Or do we we, uh, decide that, you know, all of these things are the things that we want to draw are used to draw to people to the town. Well, I have to say, and that's well said. And, and earlier, you were talking, or somebody was talking about uh, past, uh, you know, past people of the town. You mentioned a lot of great names, and one one name that comes to mind for me was Mike Williams. While not so much politics, but you know, he did a great job running the chamber. And I remember uh, we had, believe it or not, this conversation. You know, like in '98 or so. And his thing was, you know, we are what you, we are whatever you want us to be. Just come and find out. And that's that's the way Mike was. And and you know, he contributed a lot to the town. So I don't know. It's an ongoing question. I guess uh, I don't know. What what do you think about that, uh, Mike? Uh, can you hear me? Yep. I, I think. Can you hear me? I muted yep. you earlier, but now you're good now. Have you muted? I don't know why that's coming yeah. on, but maybe because I swore or something. I don't know. No, no, no. We're not a one-trick pony, and I don't know why we want to worry any more about what we are. We are a multifaceted community. We have a hospital, an airport, we have a downtown, we have a commercial district. I don't know why everybody keeps bringing that back up. It's almost like deja vu all over again. Don't worry about it. People come here for what they want to see. If they want to see the museum, they want to see the monument, I don't want to be a one-trick pony town. Well, Mike, the only thing I've said over and over again, the only thing Bennington doesn't have is an ocean view. Other than that, we've got everything. Hey, Mike, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to butt in here or in su- such an abrupt way, but there's criticisms that have been offered over the last several years, if not longer, is that we haven't decide, decided on an identity. And I think it's self-limiting if we did say that we're one thing, like uh, Saratoga. And I don't know the last uh, time any of you have been to Saratoga. And Saratoga is a great, beautiful city. Uh, their their park is incredible. Um, and there, there's a lot of other things to do in downtown Saratoga other than just to go racing. And uh, so my point is, why should we be self-limiting? Why can't we be? Why can't we be promoting all those things? And I think we do. But the frustration that, that many people have is that, you know, we can't decide on who the hell we are. And I don't really think that that makes sense. Why not push all of those things? All the all those wonderful things that are that we we all know about many. Well, we've had enough branding uh, designated. I mean, where the Shires were. Um, I don't know what other uh, topics came forth to to change our names or what we were. One year we're the Shires. Next year we're something else. Uh, Going back a few years, we're revolutionary. Um, So we've got a a vast number of of facet names. Well, I think they both said it well. Mike Mike and, and Jim just said the same thing, and I agree. It was just something I'm still hearing, and that's why I brought it up. 
The only right. problem is Jim took about an hour and a half to say what he said, and I took about. Yeah, yeah blow it out your ass, Mike. <laughs> hey, 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 guys, now listen, listen. That's not muted. Right. Anyway, anyways, no, I'm gonna. Uh, this is Bennington Area Facebook Talk, and uh, we're having a great conversation. Uh, Jim Carroll, you're going to be on next week sometime. We'll have a date and time for that. So we don't want to make this, you know, Jim Carroll interview with Mike Bethel. So I want to move on to a few, a few other things. Mike, uh, a couple more things on the forum coming up. It, it's a great opportunity. How are you promoting it? I, I see it in the banner, so it's just going to be word of mouth. Uh, yeah, and there's a bulletin on Cat TV. This, you know, I, I don't have a secretary or a budget or a bulletin. I mean, I can sell sponsorship, but I don't, I don't do that anymore. But uh, if we bring the show back, I'll get sponsors, underwriters, and stuff like that. But um, Okay. Most people know it. If they want to see it, they'll they'll come to it. And uh, I think Jim's going to be coming. Jim, you coming? You going to be there on time? Yeah. Okay. Jim's going to be there, and uh, I'll be there. Just make sure you, you know. I'm praying for snow, so it's really a difficult time for you to get there. It wasn't nice. That wasn't nice. The loaded questions are now released and going at you. Hey, Mike, you you only pick on people you like. I know, and I'm not sure that I really like you, but uh, I have to say it anyway. Let's well, listen. That's great. Make sure you tell me ahead of time, will you? Uh, okay, let me ask you both a question. What would what can you do? And uh, Mike, you're first on this one. Uh, you won't talk so long. Anyways, what would you do to bring out more voters? What 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 can be done to get more people out of their houses besides the weather to get more people to the polls? On this one here, I don't think you're really going to have to worry about it because there's enough issues like Jimmy, you know, just talked about. We got the uh, select board elections, we got the fluoride thing, we got the budget, you got the school budget. Um, I don't think it's going to be not much to get them out. I think uh, the weather is going to be the main thing, and if they're just complacent, if they feel their vote isn't going to matter. But when you read the interviews of these, uh, there's two seats up on the select board. Jim's is one. Van Houten isn't running. Um, there's two seats available, and there's eight contenders here. So. And you got wide opinions, and it's going to be very interesting. And I hope they read what the banner wrote because they were all very good, you know. And uh, I think that's going to do it. If they don't get out the vote now, I don't know how you're going to get them out the vote. We've got a horse race, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Jim, how about you? You know, I've been, I was born and raised in this town, and I've been around politics all my life. Both my parents were deeply involved, and I knew. Jimmy Corkin and Ralph Wright and Dick Sears and you know I go way back and the the uh, the, the uh, thing that gets people involved is whether or not they've got a dog in the fight. If people yeah. feel like they're connected to uh, their own interests, then that gets people out to vote. Uh, I think fluoride is. You know, it's a really contentious issue that people feel like uh, was it, uh, was uh, uh, solved 14 years ago. But, you know, there's a phrase, and I'm paraphrasing, you know, Lincoln said, you know, over when they asked him why he changed his mind, he said, well, you know, over time I learned new things, and uh, I have a right to change my mind. Uh, and I think the people of Bennington may or may not. Uh, believe that uh, fluoride is it should or shouldn't be. I don't know, but I'm proud that the uh, the select board has decided. Well, we haven't decided. We haven't voted on it whether or not it's going to be uh, a ballot measure. I think it ought to be, and I think that the people of Bennington ought, ought to have a right to uh, say whether what they're drinking just uh, in in a tap, tap water, in much the same way that you know the state of Vermont decided to endorse uh, GMO, and that is. Uh, uh, genetically modified organisms in their uh, uh, in their foods. Uh, so why shouldn't uh, the people of Bennington have a right to decide uh, what goes into uh, uh, the drinking water? Uh, but anyway, back to the, your central question, and that is what gets people out to vote. And like I said, you know, you got to have a dog in the fight. There's got to be a reason why you want to be concerned and and be involved. Um, and that is as individual as fingerprints. Uh, well, let me. Speaking of dogs in the fight, I had a question here, and you, you both could probably, Mike, could probably answer this too. Uh, looking at the articles on the ballot, and the reason I bring this up, uh, I'm in sales. I'm out in the community every day, going to businesses, you know, selling. But we hear things, we talk, 
and uh, there's more than a few business people that wonder about how this all came about with all these articles giving money to all these organizations. Now, hold on, hold on. I'm not against yeah. any of them. But does anybody know the history, how this all started? Well, I, I, I can't give you a, the, the history of how it started, but I can tell you the facts on the ground on how people qualify. And uh, anything under $7,500, all they have to do is file a petition. Anything above that, then they have to, uh, I believe it's, they have to get 500 signatures uh, in order to get funding. And uh, let me let me go back. Let me go back further. The history of it was, if you legally, if you want to put anything on the ballot, you have to get the 500 signatures. Started out that all of them had to get the 500 signatures each year. And Lodi Colvin, I think it was in the one of Lodi's terms, and thought that maybe instead of making them go all out because they were all approved, there was maybe I think at the time four or five of them, the major ones. So they kind of granted it, well, if you win it this year and you keep winning it, we'll let you go on without the signatures. Well, no, 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 Mike, that's not accurate. Well, it, I, I don't mean to contradict you, but I, I know that during the time that I was on the board with Jason Morrissey, he's talking to me. We ought to make an exception, and that is that, you know, every three years they would have Jim, to Jim, Jim, you asked about the history. How did it start that they just got on? Right, but every on. three years they would they would have to resubmit. Uh, revised, uh, though, Jim. He's asking how did it originally start that they got on. Okay, I, um, pardon me, Lodi Colvin. Rightfully me. so, rightfully so, that they said, well, if the the ones that keep getting on, let's start it that way. That's how I think, and I may be wrong, but that's how the original one is that you got it from one year to the next without the signatures. Okay, well, that was my the basic question. Is this standard operating procedure in, in most towns with all these organizations getting money from the town instead of people not giving money to these organizations? Is this the way, is this standard operating procedure? Well, to get on a ballot to ask the people for a vote, yes, you have to have the 500 signatures. Is it standard that they let it ride from one year to another? Probably not. But to get on a ballot, you have to have 500 signatures, whether it's a, uh, an advisory vote or if it's a real vote. You still have to have 5%, 5% of your voting population. Okay. Well, thank you. That answers that. But I know a lot of business, business people are wondering about the numbers. You know, it just keeps going up and up. Hey, Brian. Go ahead. Um, as far as I know, um, and I, you know, Kick me if I'm wrong, but I think the um, the uh, threshold is $7,500 or less, and uh, you don't need to uh, uh, gather the, the uh, 500 signatures. Anything above that, uh, and you have to get uh, 500 no, no. signatures. Kick him. He's wrong. Kick him. Somebody kick him, will you? Right. Well, I, I know as a fact, isn't 25000 for the Bennington uh, Coalition for the Homeless? Isn't it twenty five grand they want? Yeah, and they had to. Let me drop. Let me drop a piece of news on your show, Brian. A piece of news on your show. Well, go right ahead. Somebody wrote me a letter the other day, and I'm going to get it to the press. Um, The new person that they just hired over there for the director, she's been let go, according to this anonymous letter. Well, you heard it first, John Bennington Area Facebook Talk, but don't forget this is. Scuttlebutt, we're the official, unofficial news source. You want the official news source, go to the banner. This is... Uh, I'm going to get this banner. I've already talked to Keith. He's going to come over and see the letter. I have no idea who sent it. They wouldn't sign it. They purposely said in the letter that it is anonymous, and I wanted to have you to have it to whatever. I don't know what they want me to do with it, but I figured I'd call Keith. And Keith did say that, yeah, they did a story on the new director over there a couple of months ago or something. I don't remember. And uh, I says, well, it's funny that this says they just let her go. Could you look into it? And he said he would. So, well, first of all, I want to say I didn't. I just brought them up. I didn't mean to pick on the Bennington Area Coalition for the Homeless. Well, I'm not I picking on them either. I I have no idea. Right, this right, right, right. I got an anonymous letter, and I hope the news. It, see, that's what I say about the newspaper. If they take this letter and call this woman, the name I'm not going to use her name. She was the director that was supposedly let go. They should find the story out. But you, at your level and my level. That isn't our responsibility. It's the press to, to find that out and let the people know. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. 
Well, we're running out of time here, folks. This has been a lively talk. Uh, let's start with Jim. Any closing comments? Uh, no, I look forward to um, – I'm grateful and thankful that uh, I had the opportunity to speak with you, even in the company of Mr. Bethel. And uh, I look forward to um, uh, speaking at length about, uh, you know, running for the select board and what I hope for the town. And, um, um, and my uh, uh, my tenure on the board. Okay, you want to pick a date and time now? Is Thursday good? That way people listening will know. Thursday at 6? Thursday at 6. We always do the show at 6. Thursday at 6. Let me look at my schedule quickly. Okay. Uh, another, oh. Yeah, Thursday at 6 is fine. Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm also so speaking on, the, on WBTN at 2.30. There you go. You'll have a busy day. Oh, so well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Thursday at 6, we're going to do that forum on the... Uh, well, then yeah. there, there. Can't do Ant- that. Anti-fluoride. No, forum on uh, fluoride. Okay, You're going to well, be there or no? That. Yeah, I'm going to. I told you. you know, I'm, I'm going to take a balanced approach to this. And... But you can't do his show at 6 if I stop at 6. No shit. <laughs> wow. You heard it first here on Bennington Area Facebook Talk. Hey, Jim, let's do this. You and me will go back and forth on Facebook, and we'll figure out a date and time. How's that? Yeah, that'll, that'll work just fine. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Sam, any closing words? Uh, you know, it's been light and lively here, as always, but uh, please, people, we've got to vote in March, and just don't come to vote and get the donuts. Get out, Get off your sticky bun and vote. There you go. Thank you, Sam. And, uh, Mike, this, uh, any closing words? No, that's okay. Brian, you've got a great show here. I hope it keeps going for you. Well, it's a lot of fun. And, again, don't forget, folks, it's just Bennington area Facebook talk, scuttlebutt, just things going on in the community. And uh, we're really glad to have you. Uh, tomorrow there will not be a show. I'm going to take a day off once in a while. But for now, it's Monday through Saturday, always at 6 p.m. Unless there's breaking news, some major event going on, we'll just go live and, and bring people in. So thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. And, and keep warm. Hey, Brian. Yes. I just wanted to say uh, it's Jim. I wanted to thank you for this. I think I think it was a really creative and innovative way to uh, get people engaged, and uh, I just want to compliment you on it. And, you know, I don't necessarily agree or disagree with everybody that's on the board or, or who, who has uh, spoken, but I uh, I just want to compliment you that I think it, you're you're doing a great service uh, for the people of Bennington. It's a good idea. Well, thank you very much. I very much appreciate that. I just like doing it. I have time at night, and as long as I've got time, we'll keep doing it. Thank you so much. Yep, you're welcome. Okay, we're going to end the call now. About 15 or 20 minutes, you'll be able to hear it. It'll be posted on Facebook, and if you want to listen to past shows and this show, you can fast forward and rewind. It's at tristatetowncrier.com. Thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. Thank you. See you Monday night. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.